Uh, 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 welcome back to Whimsy World Finale Ticket Holders. Team Leader Frankie, Agatha the Pirate Queen, my best friend Milo, and all the adventurous T1N units heard a very scary but also very handsome singing voice coming from the tunnels underneath Whimsy World. One T1N unit went to check it out, but our numbers seem to be dwindling thanks to a strange purple fog. After recovering supplies from Forgotten Frontier and discovering what horrors currently reside in that lost realm, we found ourselves winding down a wacky slide into the darkness. What will we find deep beneath the bowels of our beloved park? Here we go! Milo, Agatha, and Tim, as well as Frankie, have found yourselves sliding down this tunnel. This tunnel has become diagonal, and you are sliding down into you don't even know what. (laughs) And I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm not even going to tell you what it is. I think that's beef. I think we're falling into beef. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) <laughs> it is extremely dark good thing we have flashlights <laughs> like the dim light that you had from the tunnel up above is quickly fading as you guys pretty much fall down into the abyss here i think you guys slide for probably <laughs> God damn it, I hate when I have to say for a length of time. Are you giving a distance again? You don't. <laughs> you guys slide for eternity. <laughs> and it's a great that's start. Whimsy World. <laughs> yeah, cool. Some say that's... they're still sliding to this day. <laughs> <laughs> Very quickly, you guys... I'm going to say Tim's first. I'm going to assume they're the heaviest being completely metal sorry sorry tim so um you're gonna hit the ground first more to love (laughs) don't say that you're gonna hit the ground first i don't feel pain yep that's good everyone kind of crashes i'll catch you (laughs) 
<laughs> Everyone kind of crashes into Tim in the dark here. Ow. I do feel pain. <laughs> <laughs> ah! That's Frankie. Thanks, Frankie. <laughs> you hear Frankie kind of scrambling. She is trying to get her backpack off of her back and find flashlights. It is pretty much pitch black down here. What do you do? I turn on my flashlight. You don't have it yet. What does he mean? You've given us flashlights twice. (laughs) Did you keep them on you? Because I imagine... Is there a return policy? (laughs) No, I would have given it back. (laughs) I imagine Frankie put them all in her bag when y'all went into the store. That's such a mob thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) You can have your flashlights. We turn on our flashlights. Click. Click, click. Three flashlights, right? Frankie's still digging for hers. Why is there so much beef? (laughs) So you turn on your flashlight and you pretty much see like a dense purple haze. Like smoke. Like so much so that you can probably only see about six inches out with the flashlight. Purple haze! Sorry, I just had to do it once. Every time. Just, just one time. <laughs> Is there anything familiar about this purple haze to me? Let's do Embrace Chaos. I know how much you love to embrace chaos, so let's do that. <laughs> sure. Let's say that to do that, I, without hesitation, just walk deeper into the purpleness and try to absorb it and figure out exactly what's going on with it. Frankie is like, what, what, what's that? What are you doing? What are you doing? I need you to know I lost three tins in there. I'm going to push myself. I actually don't know what, how much vestige I have marked. I don't think I used my sheet last session. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Probably not. I think only Tim rolled. All right, here I am. I have, oh, I have zero vestige marked. Let's do something about that. You cleared it recently, I think. Use them all. Let's see if you can fracture in one episode. <laughs> I'm going to try. I have a sixth vestige box now because of my fracture, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Eight. Not bad. Don't you have something special about... I hold one even when I miss, and it's an advanced move. So neither yeah, of okay. those help. Okay, on a seven and nine, choose one, and the GM chooses one. So you go first. Okay, from a meta perspective, Cap has already tried to gain a clear understanding of this power source. <laughs> and we and we fucked up. <laughs> so I feel like I might want to quell... Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm more... You, the purple thing is making me think Dionysus, which is sketching me out, my, me, Milo, in character. So I'm going to try and gain a clear understanding of this power's source. Is this like woozy-boozy magic, or is this something different? Okay, and... That's definitely a great name. I'm actually going to give you... So you chose, you gain a clear understanding. I'm going to give you, you quell the powers effect here. Ooh. You know, you don't have to help us with these. I (laughs) I know, but I'm trying to make a point here. Okay. So I'm going to say 
there is something very familiar to you about this purple gaseous smoke. It definitely seems way more concentrated than the, you know, energy that you knew is Bacchus, but it's definitely familiar, but more concentrated. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. And then, so since you're giving me quell the effects, I think that my companions just see me put my hands up and I'm just trying to like move this haze away from my friends. I don't want them to be affected by this bad boozy magic. <laughs> and it goes, it goes with no issue. And I think you, you kind of get the feeling that it's, it's not necessarily trying to hurt you, even though you associate it with, you know, your negative time with <laughs> Bacnalia. It is, it's trying to lead you somewhere. So it's moving away from you further down this area that you're in. And I think once it kind of starts pushing away and you guys get a better sense of your surroundings with flashlights, you realize that you're not, you're definitely not in tunnels like the tunnels above you're more in almost like crudely dug out sewage pipes <laughs> like you see like dirt and grime and but you also see like jutting out of it's definitely a tighter tunnel and you see like jutting out of the walls it looks like rebar like pieces of twisted steel and um, odd bits of metal and all that it's definitely not familiar to any of you agatha tim frankie this place is dangerous but as long as we stay together i think we'll be fine did you see any tims in there I can't see much of anything. There's just one way to go. Perhaps the other Tims are ahead. I'll let you go first. Agatha, you... I'm gonna say that you're probably closest to, like, the bottom of the slide, because Milo's kind of walked forward a little bit, and Tim is probably doing the same, and so is Frankie, and you're still closest to the bottom of the slide, and you hear something that sounds like whispering what do you do pull out my paintball gun <laughs> does anyone else hear that do we also hear it if we listen for it no only agatha can hear it oh god agatha this haze stay away from it it may influence your wonderful, creative mind in ways that you cannot anticipate. I don't hear anything! <laughs> Show yourself! Are you looking around? Are you kind of... Yeah, I'm looking Are you around. looking behind you? Up the slide? Anything like that? Yeah, I'm just... I'm looking around in general. Just looking up the slide. Just checking my surroundings. Why don't you assess reality? 
Okay. Oh, can I just outright say something as McMurphy? Because I don't feel like we've been McMurphy in a while. <laughs> or do I only speak when spoken to? I don't remember. You're not supposed to ask us what you're allowed okay. to do. <laughs> I just, okay. I just literally... I have in my notes, be McMurphy more, because I don't feel like we've used McMurphy much. Also, I got a three. <laughs> Squawk! <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, on a miss, you might reveal crucial information, or the GM might have you ask two questions, but give you some information that is inaccurate. I'm going to say you reveal crucial information here. And McMurphy is going to Pipe up here. Aggie! Uh, I? I hear it too! Oh, that's good. I'm not... I'm not losing it. <laughs> My love, Agatha seems to be talking to herself. <laughs> Should we be concerned? And Aggie, you hear... Aggie, I'm here. There's nothing to worry about. And McMurphy kind of goes, was, was that? Dick. Squawk! Do you see your brother, Aggie? How could you even get a pirate ship down here? <laughs> no one else hear that. No! No. Interesting. What do you hear? Oh, that's why I sound weird. I haven't hit my inhaler yet. <laughs> I'm so fucking funny. I was wondering why. It's like, where's Tim at? My lungs aren't open. Tim, do you need me to hit your air pump? Yeah. <laughs> hold, hold on. I'll turn around. <laughs> wow, I'm back in action with a full range of voice. Wow, it's just an immediate difference. <laughs> with the media. <laughs> Happy Marty. Anyway, what's up with you, Agatha? <laughs> I hear him down here. Agatha, please stay away from the haze. It can make you hallucinate, and you are not quite old enough to enjoy it. And if you're a robot, it can make it disappear. McMurphy, what is he talking about? I'll tell you when you're older. If you ever get older. <laughs> Excuse you. Oh, it's shit. <laughs> what do you do, Aggie? Richard? Richard. Richard! <laughs> uh, Richard? Are y'all shouting down this tunnel? <laughs> yes. Frankie is immediately going to be like, shh, shh, shh. Frankie, yell with us! Richard! You, you don't know what's down here! She's hearing voices? Don't be the coward of a little brother that you are. Show yourself! Yeah! No. <laughs> yeah! Richard, whether or not you are here, it would be much more convenient if you would tell us. Yeah! Uh. <laughs> Nothing happens. Okay, let's just continue on. I... <laughs> I do detest. Let's move I, forward. Uh, yes, 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 that. Yes, that. Thank you. <laughs> Milo, would you like a hug? What? <laughs> you seem upset. I would love nothing more, Tim. 
I'll tell you, Tim's a terrible hugger. Agatha, get in on this hug! He's hard and cold. I have two claws for hugging. It's a very uncomfortable hug. Frankie, would you like to get in on this hug? No, thanks. In a world full of temporary things, the three of you are a perpetual feeling. Thank you! Okay. <laughs> Frankie, what is this? I, I, I've never... And you can, you can see Frankie, like, in your flashlight light, and she looks scared. You've never seen her look afraid. She's normally very composed and a very hard teenager. She is near tears right now. Frankie, I'm starting to believe that you don't live here. <laughs> I definitely don't live here. We need to stay close. Francesca, hold my hand and let's move forward. I'll keep you safe. And I put out my claw. Okay. T1M, this sounds like a rally roll, which we I don't think we've done at we all. We have right? checkers here. Sorry, that was that a dumb was, joke. Hey, that was a good joke. No, but that was, I didn't even get it. Hey, Cap, rally. I get it. Hey, Cap, you're vegan. That was a good joke. Oh my god! When you incite members of a faction to act, roll with that faction. On a hit, they will follow the general spirit of your request, and you owe them a debt. On a ten plus, choose three options. On a seven and nine, choose two. This is community, um, they, right? Yes. Let me blow the dust off that part of my character sheet. Hold on. <laughs> should I read the whole list? or should? Because if you super succeed, then you're just going to pick three and read them anyway. Yes, let's wait to see what I roll probably. Yeah. I have plus one in community. Can I lie? <laughs> <laughs> Did you uh, roll really good or really bad? Really bad. Um, I uh, got... What happens on a fail? On a miss, you either tarnish your Great. standing, minus cool, one, cool, cool. or the group wildly or willfully missing. Uh, okay. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. On a miss, you either tarnish your standing, minus one reputation with that faction, or the group wildly or willfully misinterprets what you wanted. She looks very skeptical at first. She's literally reaching for your, your claw here. And just as she goes to touch you, you see in her face, like, total and complete like shock and fear and her eyes get really big and she bolts. She like literally pushes Milo over and is run. Like it's almost as if she saw something behind him and is, has literally pushed Milo <laughs> over <laughs> and is running straight into the purple fog. Oh no. Was it something I said? <laughs> Francesca! I thought that was a very nice thing to say, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do, any of you? I think we all would chase after her, right? Is anyone opposed to chasing after Frankie? 
I would do it if you do it. I probably shouldn't be in the lead. I don't want her to think I'm chasing her if she's afraid of me from that last interaction. So maybe Milo or Agatha could lead the group and I'll take the caboose position. Milo specifically hesitates. Milo's priority is staying with you, not chasing after Frankie. <laughs> okay, well, I'll put you on my shoulders and we'll chase after Frankie. Oh, jeez. This is a very tight tunnel. What does Aggie do? Aggie still has her paintball gun out and she is going to start running after Frankie. Aggie's leading the charge. Perfect. If Aggie goes, then yeah, Milo looks between Tim and Aggie and, and also goes. We need to find Frankie! Oh! <laughs> she has all the flashlights! Okay, so the three of you start... <laughs> no, you still have a flashlight. <laughs> she does have a backpack full of flashlights for some stupid reason. Does Tim even need flashlights? Don't doesn't Tim have he like probably he can, a headlight or, or something? Damn it. I didn't even think about that. I do want to ask the our good GM. Mm-hmm. Did Frankie run off in the same direction? Are we still in a tunnel? Did Frankie run off in the same direction that the mist is beckoning us towards? Or are we yes. deviating from that path? So this is one. There's only one way to go. Oh. And the fog started moving. De- at least that you can see. The fog started moving down that tunnel. Is there a synonym for tunnel? Because these aren't exactly like the tunnels you just came from. Pipe. <laughs> pipe. <laughs> you said it was a sewer, right? Tube? It's like a sewer pipe. Yeah. Urethra. It's a, one, a one-way sewer pipe, huh? Vagina. I guess I'll just keep saying tunnel because I don't like any of these. Butthole. Butthole. Oh, big, my God. Big underground butthole. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, intestine. my God. This whole thing started from a butthole-shaped map. No. Sorry, I'm <laughs> oh, No. <laughs> you peaked. It is my um, birthday. Oh, jeez. It's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> this is one... <laughs> You guys. Okay, so the the bottom of the slide seems to be the end of the tunnel. There's nowhere to go, like, behind the slide. It's just the slide goes up. There's, like, a wall right there. Everything else is down the tunnel. So this purple smoke is receding down the tunnel, and from what you can tell, Frankie has just run right into the purple smoke fog. That makes my decision much easier. I definitely run after Frankie, but I maintain trying to keep as much of the mist away from my sweet companions as possible. So weirdly, when you all start running, I think Aggie probably gets close to the fog, and I think, Milo, you maybe you grab her sleeve to be like, oh my god, don't touch it. Oh my god, don't touch it. And then you notice that you notice that it moves. It moves. It moves with it moves with you. So (laughs) Jesus Jesus Christ. (laughs) So it's staying. So it's in quote. In in quote. quote. (laughs) It's moving. Unless you want to like throw something at it to find out, it seems. (laughs) it seems like you can't permeate it like it seems like it's always like one step ahead of you okay i have a feeling that you did this for some reason ryan but you have that little fan that sprays water 
Yeah, if I, I do. get the what I, I get, the, I don't know if you were saving it. No, it's for trying to blow the smoke it. away. Yeah, I have it. I, it's written down. It's cool. in my arsenal <laughs> currently. Before I do that, I just start shooting. Oh. Ow! <laughs> ow. <laughs> my optical receptor. <laughs> you hear Frankie? Ow! <laughs> oh, do I? No, it's a joke. Oh, good call. <laughs> we find Frankie dead on the ground. <laughs> Covered in paint. It's a, it's I'm a shooting paint. a paintball gun. <laughs> that was my goal, was to see if I hear it make contact with Frankie or... It's fair. Is there a move anywhere? I mean, embrace chaos again. Oh, yeah. I'm just trying to see if there's anything else we haven't used that we could possibly... I mean, if he's doing it to see what's out there, I mean, honestly, assess reality is is valid here. Or I think, it could be... I think embrace chaos makes more sense, though. <laughs> sure. You I do. mean, it could be either because you're you're trying to figure out what's happening. As a fan of my character, <laughs> I think it's... fair. I mean, it, you are contending with a source of entropic power, so it could really be both. So if Ryan wants to roll embrace chaos, let him have it. Okay. Let him have it. <laughs> Let him have it. That is a 10. Wow. Oh. On a 10 plus, choose two from the list below. I would like to gain a clear understanding of the power's source, effects, and motives. Okay. Actually, I'm going to... Erase one essence. I knew it. I knew it. I was <laughs> like, if you're smart, you'll erase an essence. But I didn't want to say it. <laughs> it's not the best thing I could do, but I really need to. If you want to McMurphy it up eventually. <laughs> all, let me, Katie, all yeah. three of us have now tried to gain a clear yeah. understanding. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> With our powers to bud. <laughs> all right. Okay. Clear understanding. Let's go. <laughs> Clear understanding. Agatha, you get the sense that this purple smoke is harmless. You suddenly realize that this is the park. What? The park is trying to lead you somewhere specific. Like the whole park? Like the Yes. Like the spirit of the like the Fucking yes, this is the entropic force that controls the entire park. Like Mr. Whimsy? No, it's the park itself. So after the apocalypse, everything that was normal became abnormal. And the park essentially became alive and was controlled. It did so by this entropic force. So this entropic force that inhabits the park and makes the park sentient is what is trying to lead you along here. Everyone follow me. I mean, we're already going in this. <laughs> we're already following you. Ha! Oh, no. Aggie starts running. Frankie! We all run. So far away. The first thing you notice, Aggie, because you're, uh, you're leading the way, the purple like fog is thinning out here and it's being replaced by a very soft glowing 
green goo. <laughs> Now say that like a normal person? Yeah, what <laughs> are you laughing about? Because <laughs> I didn't mean funny? to say goo. I, I meant what? to just say... What's wrong with goo? I... <laughs> okay, get it together. Okay. Yes, the purple fog is starting to thin out, and Aggie, you can see in the distance like a subtle like green glow. And... I think as you take in this site, you see Frankie and she's kind of curled up in the fetal position on the on the ground. And she's kind of rocking. Frankie. Hi. Do you go towards her? Yeah, no, I walk up to her. I'm I'm nudging her now. Okay. She looks up at you. And she looks kind of wild like she's just got this like look on her face where like almost like she doesn't know quite where she is she just looks confused and then you hear these little pitter patters you hear the unmistakable sound of millions of little feet scurrying and you can't really tell where it's coming from whether it's coming from the walls or whether it's coming from down the tunnel but it is growing louder I don't like this at all. Um, Frankie, you need to get up out of the kill zoo. We are being approached <laughs> from many different directions. It sounds like small feet. Little tiny feet. Heidi Tim, is that you? <laughs> it's all the tiny, it's all the little Tims. <laughs> it's all the little Tim. <laughs> oh, no. That's exactly what I expected. <laughs> I think that I'm going to prepare and release my tainted presence. <laughs> I was about to say, do not release your taint. <laughs> it's literally the name of my only weapon. <laughs> okay. I'm going to try to keep back whatever. I have, I, I'm not feeling good about whatever's approaching this. Agatha, get behind me. Frankie. Frankie. Oh, yeah. Is Frankie still non responsive? She's kind of catatonic here. I'll start smacking her. Frankie! Does that count as a rally? <laughs> or a goad, maybe. that Maybe that's a goad. If, you, if Agatha says something encouraging here, I would count it as a rally. If you say something a nice... Slap Frankie, is not... <laughs> yeah, that's not nice. Well, okay. Devil's Advocate... <laughs> rally when you incite members of a faction to act it doesn't sure. say okay, when you okay, encourage okay. when you say yeah. sweet and nice things to a faction do you want to try to rally her uh yes okay then you are going to roll with that faction which is community so you have zero community so you're just going to roll flat oh i see it now okay <laughs> i see that all right Oh, it's a nine. <laughs> I was so clenched. I was so afraid that Frankie was just about to die. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so on a seven to nine, choose two from this list here. So the list options are they will not back down in the face of resistance. 
They call upon additional resources from their faction. They will do exactly as you asked, or you won't owe them a debt in return. So... I would like them to not back down in the face of resistance. Okay. You get one more. I would like... They call upon additional resources from their faction. <laughs> Here come <Okay>. the children. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to make that work. <laughs> I want to see how Katie makes that work. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be hard. Zach, Zach, Zach. <laughs> uh, okay. on, the, on the call for aid huh? thing, it has it lists what each what each faction is good at and community is abundant supplies, secure shelter, strength in numbers and means of communication. So you can maybe use that as a guide if you're unsure. And they will not back down in the face of resistance. That literally is the definition of rally, right? Like she will pull herself together to help you against whatever's coming next. Right? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure I'm understanding that. Which I will say before then, just, Frankie, the fog will not hurt you. We need to get ourselves together and get out of here. So I think like before, when before y'all went up into um, Forgotten Frontier, that moment that Aggie showed her confidence and Frankie was like, okay, I got this. I think the same thing happens again here and at Agatha's conviction here. Frankie kind of like nods and like realizes. I don't want to say comes too, but she's she looks more like herself and she she stands up and says, "What? What is that?" I uh, I'll be quite honest. I hope you had the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Frankie's going to move forward a little bit. I mean, you only have one way to go. It's either (laughs) forward or backwards. And with this new confidence, she is going to start moving forward. The, like I said, the purple fog had kind of dissipated and she's moving to get a closer look at the kill zoo. Yeah. The, (laughs) You named it that. She's going towards the goo to kind of. Is that the direction where the pitter pattering footsteps are coming from? Yes, but it's starting to feel like it's just all around you. Okay. From behind, from in front. Do we see anything? Other than the glowing green goo, you don't see anything yet. Okay. Well, I'll move forward with Frankie, but I'm like, I have my fucking weird, like my eyes are glowing purple and like my cape is fluttering and I'm I'm like ready to try to attack anything that comes near us. Okay. Milo, while Frankie is leaning down to look at this kill zoo because like why the fuck is there shit growing down down here and she is kind of next to a 
like one of those steel beams that I mentioned before, like sticking out, jutting out of the side of the tunnel. And Milo, you look at the steel beam and you kind of have a flashback of sorts to a training video (laughs) when you were (laughs) learning how to be an employee of Whimsy World, a training video of them constructing Whimsy World. And you suddenly recognize that this looks familiar. The steel beams look familiar because it's what the castle of Whimsy World is built on. Okay. So you realize that you are pretty much directly underneath the castle in the butthole of the park. <laughs> We're under the castle. Mm-hmm. Frankie's looking at the goo. The only way forward is forward. Yeah, so if you remember when y'all went into Forgotten Frontier, that tunnel was to the northwest, and the sound of Quinn's voice singing, which now you should know is was the park. Quinn is the park. He is the voice of the of the park. Oh, no! more clear. Oh, no, <laughs> no, I the, definitely got that. Okay, oh, cool. He's the entropic force. Okay, so <laughs> that tunnel to the northwest was for Forgotten Frontier, and then Frankie said that that tunnel was back towards Fairy Glen, which would mean it would cross underneath. Sure. So, Agatha, Frankie, Tim. Hi. We are underneath the castle. We now know that the park itself has beckoned us here to where this strange green goo is covering and pitter-pattering around us. Perhaps the park is damaged. It's ill. It needs our help. Tim, can you perhaps examine this goo and see if there's a way for us to destroy it or clean it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think, Tim... Hello? I think you move forward to kind of examine this goo, but something else catches your eye. It's a glint of white and orange. I'd say, like, starting like 10 feet down the tunnel it's like it almost there's still green goo here and there so it's you know like dimly lit but it is like specks of white and orange everywhere what a colorful room (laughs) do you want to get closer i don't know (laughs) i'd like to stress that i have played so much fucking zelda that as soon as i was told that we're (laughs) under the castle my first thought was, oh, well, let's see if there's a spot that we can just, like, move up through the floor in. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Zelda also has a bunch of evil, potentially evil goo beneath the castle. Watching Ryan play Zelda was kind of the inspiration for what this looks like, but... Sure. Milo! Yes, my dear, my darling friend. My chromium companion, yes, what do you see? Look at all these different colors. Orange, white, orange. I think... (laughs) (laughs) 
I think Milo, you get probably about five feet closer and you immediately realize what this is. I think Tim probably doesn't because he's a robot. Wow. Sorry. (laughs) Maybe you do. I don't know. But these are cigarette butts. Listen, I sleep every day. I know what a cigarette butt is. They're not not allowed in the park. (laughs) They're not allowed in the park. (laughs) This is a non-smoking park. What monster is down here? (laughs) You realize that these are cigarette butts, and you're still hearing the scurrying noise, but you look up and realize that the tunnel seems to be widening. What do you do? Quick, everybody sit down in case it turns into another slide. <laughs> so so you're saying it widens like directly upward? You said you No, it up. it widens into like almost like a a clearing of sorts. Okay. It's a bigger part of the tunnel. A room. Some would say it's a room. <laughs> what I would know this obviously is Mm-hmm. Are cigarettes even not allowed in Bacchanalia, or is or are they? They're not allowed. Period. Not even there. Okay. Well, shit, man. I don't know what to think about this. So I, I just, <laughs> I think I just continue. Like I think Mila's fucking tired of this scary place. <laughs> like I'm genuinely upset right now. It's like we're smoking down here. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this asshole boss we're about to this asshole smoker boss we're about to fight? Quinn. <laughs> Quinn notorious <laughs> asshole smoker. <laughs> Quinn Majeski. <laughs> I'm not gonna accuse him of anything. <laughs> Frankie, you see Frankie pull out her little hammer and she is like getting ready to fight something i go back to tainted presence mode and i get ready to back up frankie with her little hammer so suddenly abruptly the sound of scurrying stops we're safe (laughs) and you hear hold on i gotta practice this voice (laughs) here katie katie i got this no. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. You have to try my milkshake. You better hide your wieners because I'm here to take them. <laughs> Does anybody have a cigarette? I'm all out. So you hear. Oh, is that guess I hear? Hello. <laughs> Hello. So you come into this room. Did you turn? Did you turn Michael Mouse into a chain smoker? <laughs> no. <laughs> so you literally see <laughs> this layer of sorts is littered with cigarette butts, and in front of you stands something that resembles a spider. You see legs made of, it looks like, scrap pieces of steel, which you can guess is probably from 
the underside of the castle here. Standing up on these eight legs is a glass sphere. It is very smoky inside this glass sphere. But as he kind of exhales, the smoke kind of clears from (laughs) the face of this sphere. And you see the cryogenically frozen head of Mr. Bob Whimsy himself. (laughs) Ah, I see what you did. (laughs) Modoc style on top of these steel spider-like legs. Hello and welcome to Shrimpin' Crits! It is the final episode of Whimsy World. A finale, you could say. It's a final. I think maybe there will be a season two. It's a surprise. (laughs) Maybe five years down the road. Okay, anyway, I wanted to thank you guys for being here, for listening on this wild fucking ride want to say a big thanks to our friend quinn majeski again we had such a fun time playing his game absurdia highly recommended if you want to have a swell swell time you heard my call for love notes we got some new reviews i love it my head has grown three sizes since then and i appreciate it of course please keep telling your friends about us, everyone you know, anyone you love. Now they have two whole backlogs of things to listen to after this episode. They can listen to all of season one and don't have to wait. And they can also listen to this mini arc of Whimsy World now. Isn't that fun? For our patrons, episode three of Tallahassee Nights is releasing very soon. For those that do not know, Tallahassee Nights is a... Um, game that Ian is running for us for our patrons. We are playing the game Urban Shadows. It is a prequel to the events of Gullicochica. We are in the 90s, and there's vampires and dog people and a talking raccoon. (laughs) It's a great summary right there. (laughs) Okay. I know You all are going to miss Whimsy World so, so much. But I'm here to tell you about what's next. I'm so excited. Our new GM, would you like to introduce what's next for us wily shrimps? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, I am your new daddy. Thank you so much, Katie, and thank you for passing the daddy crown to me. Uh, as you all may know, I am Cap, cast and crew member of Shrimp and Crits, Season 1, and Whimsy World. We know! And I will be taking the reins as GM for the next mini-series. We are going to be playing... What are we playing? Oh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, that's great. Keep interrupting me, it's super funny. <laughs> I don't know if you're being serious. We are going to be playing Starhold. (gasps) Starhold is a space-themed survival horror TTRPG. 
We're going to space, baby. I'm sorry. I hate it. I'm sorry. It was, it was everything I wanted it to be. <laughs> Starhold is an incredible Powered by the Apocalypse game, which are, I think, all the games we've played so far on our main feed. So it's the 2D6 system, and it is made by the brilliant SM Noble. If you want to check out Starhold, you can find it at Starhold, S-D-A-R-H-O-L-D-R-P-G dot com. And I am I'm, so excited. I was literally going to gonna say that you took the words right out of my mouth. Off of my co-hosts. I'm so excited to be scared. It's a bit of a left turn from Whimsy World. <laughs> a bit. <laughs> I'm ready to be scared just in time for Halloween season. Fall. <laughs> Some would say autumn. <laughs> I have a exciting story to tell in this system, and it's going to be a uh, cozy, some would say maybe... Horrific. Tight-squeezed, some might say horrific, intimate space adventure. With a shrimpy twist. In space, no one can hear shrimp scream. <laughs> On that note, you can find the... God, I can't even do it without laughing. Oh, I'll pick it can... up. I can help. <laughs> You do it, Mr. New Daddy. You got it. You can find us on social medias at the flaming remains of Twitter known as X. You can find <laughs> us on Instagram and TikTok at Shrimp and Crits. And now on the Blue Sky social media, you can find us at shrimpandcrits.com. You can find us on Mastodon at Shrimp and Crits. We are all over the internet getting our little shrimpy tendrils in everything sorry i got very <laughs> nice. intense there i'm already in horror mode i'm i'm <laughs> my cadence i'm gonna lose tim in the miasma of fear mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what are we bye weekly weekly on mondays <laughs> our next episode which will be shrimp and crits arcadia <gasps> will be out august 28th see you then space cadets Okay, now we sing. One, two. Yep. Wait, are we going on three or right after three? <laughs> <laughs> right after three. I can't say three and then sing. He's going to leave all of us in. Okay. <laughs> all right. One, two, three. Katie, Katie and Caps. Caps Corner. Corner. <laughs> he could do something with that for sure. Let's try it one more time. One more time just to make sure. One, two, three. Katie hey, and Cap. Nope. <laughs> the first one was probably good. But I let's think the real first quick, one was perfect. Real quick. Okay. God damn one, it. two, three. Katie, Katie and Caps. And Caps corner. Okay. Corner. Fuck it. <laughs> great. It's great. Two point Fucking oh. Two, 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 oh, two point oh. It was so loud. Okay. Love you. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye. Is he the size of like a shoebox? Or <laughs> you haven't he's given about, me a size. He's about human head size. He's about four feet tall with his mechanical legs and about <laughs> three feet three feet wide. So his head is about, he's you know. A chode. His <laughs>
his head is, you know, a spider. You can also say spider. (laughs) Yeah, not a chode, a spider. His head is almost, it's probably, you know, like level with like Aggie's face. He's probably as tall as Aggie. I don't like that the chode is level. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a chode, it's a spider. That should be the name of the episode. (laughs) He's not a chode, he's a spider. (laughs) (laughs) He has a still lit cigarette between his lips inside the glass sphere. Don't try to make it make sense because it doesn't, but he does. (laughs) This is the most entrancing character I have ever seen. If I had but an hour of love, if that be all that is given to me, I would give my love to thee, strange spider creature. This day has changed my life forever. Would it be too much if Aggie just shot Milo in the dick? (laughs) That's it. All you had to do was seduce Bob Whimsy and you win the game. (laughs) It's a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Webby. You're basically my grandfather. Frankie, put that hammer down. Do not harm this. <laughs> this, this piece of delicious. Oh my candy. god. Okay, Aggie's gonna, my, shoot. <laughs> Aggie's gonna shoot. Aggie's gonna shoot I almost spit my water everywhere. Where do you keep getting the cigarettes? <laughs> Don't question. It's absurd. Okay. You're ruining your park. I think it finally clicks, especially for you, Milo. Like I said, from watching training videos and stuff, that Tim's voice is actually based off of Bob Whimsy's voice. Mm. Oh, no! Mr. Whimsy, you want the moon to say the word, I'll throw a lasso around it. Or if you just want cigarettes, I'll look all over the place for the cigarettes and I'll bring them to you. I didn't expect you to try to fuck them, so now I just don't even know what to do. (laughs) Milo, I will destroy you. Look at all those legs. Think of the legs. I've been waiting. For some guests to join me down here. I feel like you're mocking me. (laughs) I did it first. Who am I? (laughs) You're modeled off of me, my child. I'm slowly walking towards to embrace the spider. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is not what I expected. I don't even know how to react. Be careful. Fuck me up, okay. fam. <laughs> oh my so gosh. Unless Aggie wants to say something to talk me down out of this thing. I do. McMurphy. I eat him. Oh. <laughs> I'll Ooh. use imaginary friend and bring out McMurphy. Okay. Wait, do you have enough imagination to Mega Murphy again? He just took one back. I I took one back, so I'm using that one that I took back. Wow. Okay. This is the one that only takes one imagination? Yeah, it takes one. Okay. Make believe takes two. That's where I can pretty much change like the world. Right. How many imagination do you have? Uh, I got two currently. Uh, but I'm using one. All right, and you just want to pull out McMurphy. 
Mega McMurphy. Mega McMurphy. Your friend will keep you safe from anything scary. They will protect you. Gain one armor in Tropic. Fight by your side. Two harm close in Tropic. And in Tropic powers will not bother you. Whoa. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Okay, so Mega McMurphy expands very quickly. Ah! <laughs> and this room is not huge, but it's it's a pretty decent sized room. And <laughs> Mega Murphy comes out. Stop! Why do you laugh when I describe sizes of things? You just said it's not big, but it's not. It's also not no. small. I, I like gray areas, okay? It's definitely big compared to the tunnels you've been in for a while now. Mega McMurphy appears and Whimsy kind of jumps back on all of his mechanical legs here and says, What the hell is that? His name be McMurphy. I, before I tell my large bird to eat the spider, you best talk. I've waited ten years down here, trapped by this park, and it is finally time for it to be mine again. The park trapped you? My friends, I'm starting to think I should have let my parrot eat this one. Of course the park trapped me! You have so many legs, why didn't you leave? When the apocalypse happened, whatever took over this park, this park, my baby, my brainchild, all of my hard work, it took, it took my park from me, and it trapped me down here. I have been stuck here for ten years in this four all by myself. No. So you don't have the other cans. <laughs> he looks around. I look you around see, with him. You see the other Tims in his legs. They make up. <laughs> That's, his I was thinking. I was worried about that, bro. I was thinking. The no, same thing. no. I, I promise he's not made up. Kill of me! Kill me! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> what if? Did, what if you just the magic? Come? <laughs> oh, I had, my brain came. I had an idea. If the magic of whimsy separated yeah, the Tims so they could have individual lives, and that's why I can't read them anymore. Like Katie, oh, they were fucking filling yeah, please. Up, please. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know what's happening here. <laughs> this power, whatever is controlling my precious part, it has kept me trapped down here for years and I have finally figured out with the help of my only friend I have I have slowly begun to crawl my way out and regain control of my whimsy world you said you were alone who's your friend I who is your friend I'm glad you asked and you see <laughs> 
out of a dark corner steps your arch nemesis T zero with a cigarette. Formerly <laughs> known as Tom, and he has a mustache. Looks just like you, but he has a mustache and a cigarette <laughs> hanging out of his robot mouth. You son of a bitch! <laughs> Tom, what are you doing down here? I was helping our daddy <laughs> to take back control of his park while you were just sweeping away. Our daddy told us to sweep! <laughs> Tim, you you suddenly hear that same like interference static sound. Oh no. You hear your fellow Tims. <laughs> and they're <laughs> they're still talking about how dark it is. <laughs> oh god. I can't see my cloud front of my face. Why don't you turn on your headlights? Why don't you turn on your headlights? No, you turn on your headlight. <laughs> the slit is in the back of my head. Would you get it for me? Ow! That was my optical receptor. <laughs> you hear the sound of clanking metal. This Tim that's in the room here. And just give me a bunch of owls. Ow! Ow! Oh! Ow! <laughs> oy, 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 oy. Gross, Tim. <laughs> And from the tunnel where you just came, you hear and see your four, four, three other Tims coming to join you. And you are reunited with your Tim. Hello! 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 <laughs> when they enter the room, you get like the faintest like glimpse of that purple fog, almost as if the park brought them back to you. So you're telling me there's four, five, six people in this cave with the same voice? <laughs> yes, right now in the same room. <laughs> okay, good. Just making sure that's what the listeners want, obviously. <laughs> they love it. We all hug, obviously, as a group. With And they, I introduce them to Tiny Tim. Can I turn to mm -hmm. Frankie? Yes. Please do something. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. I stop halfway between hugging, <laughs> hugging the spider Bob, and spider Bob. Uh, Milo turns to Frankie, and uh, I say, "Frankie, you do a fine job of running the park, taking care of the people who live here. Do you, do you need help? Do you want to cede control to this?" Be frankly, beautiful creature. <laughs> Absolutely not. As this commotion's happening, this is the perfect time. Frankie kind of looks at you, Milo, and she's very serious. And she says, I think the park led us here 
for a reason. I think it needs help keeping him contained down here. I don't think it's a good thing if he gets out, right? I mean, we've we've thrived for 10 years. The only the, we've been fine. The only difference was just the broadcast stopped. And the teacups. Maybe he's down here for a reason. I spider guy. <laughs> are you down here for a reason? We're going to be leaving this place. And once we return to the surface, we're going to rid Whimsy World of these disgusting children who have been allowed to infest it for ten years. And we will start fresh. There's no value in children. Kids have no money. I want adults. I want that sweet, sweet, sweet money. Cash money. I will rebuild Whimsy from the ground up to be the capitalistic dream. It was meant to be, and I will start by charging seven dollars for a single scoop of ice cream. Mr. Whimsy, I do sympathize with the fear of loneliness and gravitating towards whoever might look your way. I do sympathize with that. You beautiful, strange amalgamation of things. And I must admit that I am irrevocably in love with you as I am with anyone I lay eyes on. But Mr. Whimsy, the root of passion is the Latin word to suffer, and I'm afraid that me and my friends are about to make you suffer. McMurphy, eat him. (laughs) McMurphy, on your command, dive bombs into Whimsy's glass orb here. As soon as McMurphy goes to move, I think Tom is going to rush at the crowd of Tim's here as well. So McMurphy immediately cracks the top of the glass orb here, and you see cigarette smoke start pouring out of this little blowhole that McMurphy has created. And Whimsy doesn't seem phased necessarily, but you can tell by his his face, his, he is, his face is twisted with rage. He looks infuriated these these children that you want to keep out of the park are keeping you afloat it's ours now goodbye whimsy agatha when you command mcmurphy to attack bob whimsy here you suddenly feel lighter (laughs) Like something has shifted 
and you can erase all of your essence because your refresh is to strike a blow against authority. Oh, shit. You literally gave Bob Whimsy the bird. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I... <laughs> where is the refresh? Literally right Un- underneath where it says essence. Where it says essence, oh, imagination. Yeah. So does refresh mean it like clears it? it? Yep. You get a oh. fresh five fucking points, baby. Yeah, you strike you struck a blow against authority. Okay. Oh yeah. I can use make believe now, so I can pretty much do anything in this world. Tim, we'll switch over to you. Tom is rushing towards you. What do you do? Zero M, you don't have to do this. There's four of us in one tiny version. I don't want to hurt you. (laughs) Come back to the future's door with us. You're our big sibling, T-Zero M. Come home. We don't have to fight. And we all, four and one-eighth of us, Open our arms for a hug. (laughs) So why don't you sway? I'm going to push myself. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sway is plus cheek. I have plus one. Oh, baby. That is 11 on the dice plus one is 12. Man, on a 10 plus, they'll do it for the reason you gave them. So, Tom, at the sight of this, kind of freezes up, and they cock their head to the side, and they're twitching almost in confusion, and then they very awkwardly step toward you to accept (laughs) this awkward, clanky metal hug, (laughs) and... They are not crying because robots can't do that, but they are going, <laughs> making the crying noise. All I've ever wanted was a family. You have five of you and I'm just by myself. <laughs> I thought this weird Spider-Man could be my family. I don't think you can say Spider-Man. Do I have to sweep? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> move on. Okay, so McMurphy has just cracked a hole in Whimsy's head protection thing, and Whimsy is pissed. Pissed. He is not happy, and he sets his sights on Agatha, because if you weren't clear on it before, he really hates children. <laughs> so he is going to start rushing towards Aggie. Yeah, technically McMurphy is protecting me. I gain one armor and tropic 
Entropic? Mm-hmm. Entropic? Entropic? Ent- you ask this every time. It's entropic. <laughs> it's you entropic, it. like, right? Tropical. Entropical. Yeah. You got big old McMurphy here, and then Frankie also sees Whimsy step towards you, and she steps up in your defense with her tiny hammer here. Milo, what are you doing? I am pulling out a flask from my robe, from my <laughs> cloak. Cool. What are you doing with your good, good juice? Uh, the good juice is what I sell to Agatha. Mm-hmm. It's not booze. This is booze. <laughs> booze. Okay. This is the bad juice. The bad juice. I drink the bad juice in an effort to pierce the veil between the worlds, the same entropic force that brought me back to Bacchanalia after my fracture. Mm-hmm. And I say into the boozy void, <laughs> oh, great Dionysus. I need your help, and I know it may seem as though you would be better off with Mr. Whimsy back in charge, but I swear to you, though you do not power me with your great wisdom any longer, I swear to you that if you help me in this moment, help me defeat this fearsome spider creature, monstrosity i will lead the tourists to bacchanalia so that you have a fresh flock of mindless party zombies (laughs) and i'm trying to call for aid because entropy has uncontrollable power as one of their resources damn okay i love this Call for aid. When you seek out specialized help or resources, choose an asset from the list below and roll with that faction. On a hit, they'll provide what you need in exchange for a debt. On a 7 to 9, they either demand payment up front or have only a lesser version of what you need. On a miss, they can't or won't provide the aid you seek. And for entropy, it is occult objects, forbidden knowledge, uncontrollable power, or fear. I'm trying to get that uncontrollable power up in here. Are you going to push yourself? I can't push myself on a faction move. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I do that every time. And this is very risky. (laughs) This could be very bad, but, you know, whatever. (sighs) Oh, baby. (laughs) That's a 12. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm so happy. Drinking is cool. On a hit. They'll provide what you need in exchange for a debt. Mm. That's kind of what I I was getting at. Like, I'm basically promising them that after the events of this campaign, I will try and get all the tourist zombies that we discovered filed on over to Bacchanalia. I don't see anything wrong with that. No, it yeah, it, <laughs> nope. I mean it's a horrible idea, but I'm uh solving yeah, one no. problem with another. Yep. You hear ha, 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 ha. that voice you could never forget of Dionysus. Ah, Milo. Appears your friends have not abandoned you this time. They never will. You know what? 
I will do you this favor. But, remember, you owe me. Yes, yes, Dionysus, I know, but just get on with it. Please don't let him hurt Agatha. Aww. Aww. Dionysus goes, Aww. That's the one good thing about you, Milo. You are loyal to a fault. So what does this look like? I kind of want, maybe from the vial that I just drank out of, Mm Mm-hmm. I kind of want just like a font of infinite purple liquid to begin just like rocketing into the room and swirling everywhere and <laughs> fuck it, just fucking shit up. Love it. Okay. McMurphy has just pecked a blowhole into Bob's orb. He is enraged and he is now coming for you, Aggie. And yes, McMurphy is in between you and him, but his hatred for children is driving him here and he is he is has his eyes set on you he's gonna try to push by mcmurphy to get to you there is purple bubbly liquid beginning to fill this cavern and it's probably about to your ankles already (laughs) (laughs) i am going to reach up around my neck and pull out a necklace that has a little model ship on it. (laughs) It's like a little ship in a bottle. Oh, shit. Oh, I like that. On a necklace. And I'm going to smash it. No! (laughs) I'm using make-believe to turn this mini ship in a bottle into a full-fledged pirate ship cool (laughs) this is fantastic i love how you both work together without working together (laughs) and it just works out you can briefly reshape the space around you to match a scene of your imagination when you make believe mark two imagination describe the setting that you conjure for the rest of the scene, you and your allies gain plus one on any roll that leverages this new environment to your advantage. Okay, I'm gonna say that this ship is growing in speed rapidly. Can you describe the ship? Oh, it's also fully manned by parrots. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes. Um, is it like so you took the necklace off and you like crashed it and threw it into the wine, I'm assuming. Or yeah. did it is it like okay, and now it's yeah, like I, coming up. I took it off, I smashed the glass and threw the ship. <laughs> <laughs> so all of you in this cavern here. You are suddenly just in a ocean of purple bubbles and waves are crashing. And this, I'm going to say it's still dark, but the walls of this cavern have disappeared. I think the like the ship's wheel, the captain's wheel comes up like directly in front of Agatha. <laughs> and I think all the Tims and Tom are on the deck and 
Milo, I assume you are also close enough to just be lifted up by the ship. <laughs> I will say it doesn't come up under whimsy. You see McMurphy in front of the ship and he kind of knocks whimsy to the side and whimsy is barely holding on to like the front side of the ship but he is not like standing on the deck Agatha, why don't you describe this ship does it have a name uh, is there a fancy mermaid on the front of it kingslayer <laughs> it's pretty good the big the big dick <laughs> big richard big richard (laughs) the ss big richard it does have a fancy mermaid on the front of it actually no it doesn't it has a lion on the front of it it's like a lion mermaid nice a lion mermaid a lermaid i've never seen this in my life a lermaid (laughs) a lie maid (laughs) it's a lie Sorry, you just sorry. made me spit my water. <laughs> that was that was good. <laughs> I, it's coming out of my nose. <laughs> it's oh, a I was drinking. <laughs> That's really good. Oh, my nose. And it's called the Milady. Oh no! <laughs> it's got a giant fedora on top. <laughs> Milady, okay, Milady. Have we mentioned my mom's name? No, not I don't at all. Think so. Okay. Maggie. So I can just Yeah, Maggie. we joked that it was Maggie. But it's not Maggie, right? <laughs> I, I mean I don't want to name the ship Maggie. Oh. Then name it Daggy after your dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Magatha. <laughs> the Magatha Christie. <laughs> yeah, but <it's> perfect. <laughs> Make America okay, the- great again. <laughs> oh. Oh, well, no. God. <laughs> it's the MAGA ship all aboard. <laughs> the lion is also somehow Donald Trump. The Magalodon. It's the Magalodon. Oh, that's Ooh. still bad. Yep, that's worse. <laughs> Get aboard, everybody. It's January 6th. We got places to be. <laughs> what about... Mighty Maggie. Ma- Mighty Maggie. After your mom. <laughs> you also still can name your mom something else. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, it's, the ship is called Maggie's I Love This Ship and Grill. Oh my God. <laughs> that, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Now we're cooking with grease. <laughs> What's the Beautiful. abbreviation for that? What's the acronym? There's not an abbreviation. It says Maggie's I Love This Ship and Grill across the It's across the entire (laughs) ship. (laughs) I'm just going to call it the ship because that's a lot to say. (laughs) Okay. I imagine Milo is kind of like getting on this boat via a a swinging rope, but (laughs) that's completely up to you, Milo. How are you on this boat? Oh, man. I'm so glad you asked, Katie. I think when this limeade, the statue on the front, the figurehead of this ship, comes out of the water, I think I'm riding it. I think I'm on top of the limeade. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> Just mm-hmm. maniacally laughing. Perfect. And my eyes are glowing purple, and I've got my 
taint out my tainted presence. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. It's really hard to just have your taint out. That is <laughs> yeah. I was like, that is oh. actually very impressive. <laughs> It's my special tuxedo. You have special pants, yeah. It's like assless chaps, but it's a taint, it's a taintless tuxedo. Taintless tuxedo. <laughs> it's my band name. Write it down. Write it down. No. <laughs> okay, so it's dark. Like you notice these these cavern walls. It, they've become more like the night sky, but it wasn't dark when you guys came down into the tunnels it was probably like you know afternoon you notice pretty quickly that it feels like the more the cavern fills with this wine water (laughs) bubbly wine i feel the more it fills with that you, you feel like you're moving upwards if that makes sense Where's Frankie? Frank, no, Frankie's on the boat, too. She was not that far away from Agatha, and I think she is making her way up the mast? Is that what you call it? She's climbing the mast? Yeah. Why the fuck not? Let's have someone on each part of this boat, okay? So she's, like, going up to, like, the lookout area. Yeah. Yeah. Crow's cool. nest. The crow's nest. Crow's nest, yes. So, Agatha, what do you do? Does anyone have eyes on the creep? I've got eyes on this gorgeous eight-legged creature. <laughs> Frankie shouts from the mast, the crow's nest. She gets up there and she shouts, He's starboard! It sounded like McMurphy. <laughs> Maybe McMurphy shouts, he's starboard! There's a lot of birds! Which one's the star? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Mick Thomas over there is a bit Mick dramatic. Thomas. <laughs> We've got Mick Thomas, Mick Franklin, Mick Murf- Murray, <laughs> Mick Bill. None of us gotcha. <laughs> I imagine all the birds look different. That's McGuffin. <laughs> nice. That, there got, it is. Very got, funny. We've got McGregory. Got me there. <laughs> and as McMurphy shouts this, you see one mechanical claw coming <laughs> up over the side of the ship, and Whimsy is trying to pull himself up over onto the deck. Sink him, boys. That would be embrace chaos. I would like to mark vestige to help. Which you do can do it. in this game. I know we haven't done it, but do it. That means what does that Ryan, mean? That means <laughs> Ryan gets to roll three d six and discard the lowest, as if he had marked marked it himself. Okay. Embrace that chaos. Okay. Oh boy, that was a bad roll. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, it's a six. Oh. Mm. Oh wait, no, I got a seven. Oh, I got a seven. Okay, it's plus three. <laughs> Sorry. Such in my fucking seat. Sorry. <laughs> well, seven's still good, right? Well, yeah. not yeah. not great, but good. Yeah, no. It's... My brain was like, "What the fuck so do I do now?" <laughs> I rolled two twos and a one. 
So you choose one and the GM chooses one. So you go first. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll inflict one harm. Yeah, you inflict or heal one harm on a nearby target. I'm going to say, and I hope this doesn't sound like a cop-out, you subvert this power to achieve your ends, and by that I mean you are using um, this entropic force of your imagination, as in this army of parrots, to do your bidding. So I think typically, as you saw with McMurphy, like a, a bird peck to this mechanical creature is not going to have much effect other than pissing him off, but with this literal horde of colorful parrots, I think they descend on Whimsy, and he is being engulfed, and you can see that they are trying to push him back off the side of the ship. And you can hear him yelling, and it's muffled, obviously, because he's being smothered with birds and feathers right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And taint. (laughs) you! Help me! Birds! I think you see Mega Murphy starting to dive bomb, and he's going to try to push Bob off this ship. Does anyone else want to do anything? Tim, what you got? That's a great question. What should Tim be doing? Um... Sweeping. <laughs> just <start> sweeping. Swab <laughs> the poop deck. Just sweep him <laughs> off. Just sweep him off. <laughs> Everybody grab brooms and mops yep. and just start okay, beating okay, him. Okay, that would be okay. hilarious. Shit on his face. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to open my poop valve. <laughs> Don't do that. Tim! 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 Smaller Tim! <laughs> we are all going to grab brooms that uh, are obviously uh, on like hangers on the side of the ship where you would maybe have oars. There's brooms and we are going to go smack Bob Whimsy <laughs> with brooms and sweep him off the deck. I think Tom like grabs a broom. They are holding it upside down because <laughs> they have never swept. They only see you sweep, and they don't understand. Uh, I am going to mark another vestige and help out oh, again. Because, okay, very good. And I'm just, like, staying on top of this lion statue and, like, mm-hmm. basically just, like, orchestrating the waves to help out my companions here is what is what I'm doing. Okay. This is a fight for your life, right? You're directly engaging a threat. Sounds spot on. That sounds, sounds right to me. Sounds good to me. You have plus one from the boat. And, and you, you roll a... three d- three d6 because of my thing. Yes. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is... Pluck. Thank you. <laughs> Let's go. That's going to be boxcars. <laughs> Woohoo! Okay, so on a 10 plus, you get to choose an extra effect. We would like to force them where we want them. Good, good. Okay, so on a fight for your life, 
you and your enemy inflict harm on each other as established. On a 10 plus, you get to choose an extra effect. And you chose force them where you want. I really don't feel, I feel like Bob has no chance here. I mean, he's literally swarmed. And now he's being beat with brooms. I don't think he can hurt you back is what I'm saying. I would like all the Tims to be swatting with their brooms and then Tom come in with the upside down broom and just get him like right in the eye. <laughs> Since he said it was upside down and that's like a good weapon instead of brooms, which is a bad weapon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tom's and got I think that I th- dog in him. <laughs> I think when you start swatting with the brooms and stuff, the birds kind of, I mean, they're imaginary, but they're okay. <laughs> but they kind of move out of the way and you can see his face in the orb here. The orb is cracked down the middle and is, has split, almost like cracked open like an egg. And there is his cryogenically <laughs> frozen head. And I think Tom comes up they are going to push their broom into Bob's eye. Whatever eye you want. It doesn't matter. And Tom is going to say, I found a new family! Aww. Get out of here! Go! Pushes Whimsy off the side of the ship. And I think you see a very slow motion scene of Whimsy falling backwards back into this purple sea. The birds are flying away, up and away from him, and he's, like, falling backwards into this. Why is he falling so slow? (laughs) It's very poetic. It's beautiful. How is he doing that? <laughs> he knows how to make very dramatic feature films, okay? And he's wow, he's doing it. It's And then you hear... Sploop. You hear Frankie. <laughs> yes, you might hear a splash <laughs> as he hits the water. <laughs> but you also hear Frankie say, uh, guys, it, uh, it feels like the sky is like closing in and you notice that like she said it almost feels like you're in a triangle what is it what is the word i'm looking for it almost feels like you're in an hourglass the wine water bubbly (laughs) substance is pushing the ship up towards like the top funnel everyone hold on tight Keep your heads and arms inside the vehicle at all times. Please store all personal valuables behind the seat in front of you. So it's pushing us up or down? Up. So you were, if you were in a cavern. Like we're in the bottom part of the hourglass. We are floating up. Okay. Yeah. So imagine it like the cavern had filled with wine. So the boat is floating up, but the ceilings are getting closer and closer. So you are going up towards the skinny funnel part of the hourglass. I think you all notice that the boat, the ship is starting to point upwards. So it's like turned to fit through (laughs) this opening. So Milo is technically the highest point right now sitting on this limeade 
Agatha, this is the chance of a lifetime. Please pilot this ship through that very small opening and get us out of here. Agatha, pirate queen, captain of the SS, whatever the hell this ship is called. It's called Magatha's I Love This Boat and Grill. (laughs) Roll Save Your Skin. And do it with advantage, because I'm marking another vestige, baby. I knew it. And you're plus one. You're going to fracture your taint. (laughs) (laughs) Be careful. I wish you would have said that as Tim. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) I got an 11. Nice. An 11. 11. Okay, so on a save your skin, on a 10 plus, you're in the clear, though it may take a few minutes before the danger has passed. I think you see, (laughs) says may take a few, I don't think it takes very long at all, but you do see Frankie scrambling down from the crow's nest in fear and she is trying to get back down to the deck and i i mean this is literally happening because of your imagination so even though the boat is pointing upwards i don't think anything changes as far as gravity y'all are fine but milo i think you're the first to see what appears to be sunlight through it's like very dark and you see sunlight through like five slits in the ground and it is coming up quickly. And I think you brace for impact. You're kind of like, oh shit, my taint. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> I think you kind of like throw your arm over your face, like to protect yourself. And then you are like spritzed. Normal water, not purple wine water. And you realize that this ship is coming out of the fountain in Pirate's Cove. Hold on for me, (laughs) (laughs) And you hear Frankie go, what the fuck? (laughs) McMurphy goes, language! (laughs) Perfect. And then pretty much as soon as you realize, like, where you are, this ship literally disappears from underneath you all. And you fall into this Pirate's Cove fountain. Ow! 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 You don't get, you don't get hurt. You're just wet. You're just really wet now. I'm not sure this is good for my servos! Oh, you're fine. You're waterproof. <laughs> Aggie will reach down and grab the the ship necklace out of the fountain. Oh, yeah. You see it. It's the little glass bottle that it was contained in is perfectly fine. And it is floating on the water surface. I'll see you again soon, old girl. Beautiful. Just another day, eh, boys? (laughs) You guys are now in Pirate's Cove, and you have solved my whimsy puzzle. (laughs) So what do you do now? I don't know. 
Well, Tim, uh, Moist Mountain could use some cleaning if that's what <laughs> fancies you. Really, I guess everywhere could. I guess now that I've been out of here, I have let it go a little bit. <laughs> Are you s saying we don't have to part ways immediately? <laughs> oh. Hi, let me show you around. Wow! It's been a long enough day. Have you got some time? I have all the time you will give me, Agatha. My night has become a sunny dawn because of you. Don't be weird. <laughs> now let me show you the real good juice. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and I think you guys all climb out of this fountain. Where do you go to party in Pirate's Cove? Yes, Agatha, where do we go party in Pirate's Cove? Bartering Dan's. <laughs> I love this bar and grill. <laughs> so I think, you know, you all gather in Bartering Dan's here. Frankie is there. Zach is there. All the Commerce kids show up eventually. I think you notice how each of the commerce kids kind of reacts to seeing Frankie again. And you can tell that Frankie is emotional. She's got tears in her eyes every time one of the kids comes and hugs her. Do y'all want to do anything or ask anything? Or <laughs> you have Tom here. I'll approach Frankie. Okay. Francesca, may I have a word? Uh, yeah, of course. Francesca, when we were in those tunnels, I had a reverie the day everything changed here. Frankie, I saw you. Yeah. Anyway, you told us your real name, and I only thought it was right that you know mine. Oh. <laughs> it's Miles. It was very nice to meet you. She smiles a little bit. And she gives you a hug. And she says, I mean, I knew you were that loser from Lane Lamore. But, like, I was never going to blow your, your cool cover, man. He backs off from the hug, and I think you, you, she sees a, a tear welling up in his eye. Sadly, Francesca, I, I think that loser who worked at Lane Lamour simply no longer exists. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I don't think that that Frankie exists anymore either. And to be quite honest, this this here has been a better life than I had before the apocalypse. Damn, that's pretty fucked up, dude. <laughs> I have a family here. I didn't have a family before. I was on a field trip with the rest of my foster home kids. Oh my god. Damn. <laughs> Are you making this canon? 
It's been canon. I just didn't talk about it. Frankie says. <laughs> so she's literally Frankie from Foster's Home from Imaginary Friends? <laughs> no. Well, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I thought that's no, what you were doing. No, I, I never. I forgot about that stupid <laughs> show. She's, she's always been an oh, orphan. No. Oh, no. Oh, my God. That's why she's been so protective of the commerce kids and how she became the leader of them because she was, she basically is just protective <laughs> of all of her fellow foster kids. So anyone without a parent or a family, she has taken in. Yeah, man. <laughs> I didn't even think about God damn it. Nothing is original anymore, okay? No, plenty of things are original, just specifically not that. <laughs> not a girl named Frankie who's the toughest nails early teen who takes care of a bunch of foster kids. I didn't watch that And imaginary friends. And an imaginary... <laughs> this whole Agatha's... Who yeah. I do believe you did describe as a redhead. If I make I that up... I forgot. <laughs> yep. Well, moving on from that, Milo, do you have anything else to say? (laughs) Just thank you, Frankie, for being (laughs) such a wonderful friend (laughs) to all these imaginary kids. (laughs) They're not imaginary. It was a joke. Okay, let's go to Tim and Tom's. Or Tim's and Tom's. I'm assuming you were inside this bar and grill. Yeah. What you doing? You dancing? You sweeping? You smooching? Yeah, the Tims are uh, properly showing Tom how to handle a the Cadillac of cleaning equipment, a broom. Good, good. Tim's! Tom, I never died! It's so wonderful to see you here! I I was stuck in the castle and I was freed by the booze magic and imaginary pirate ship. I thought you died in the flashback! That's what I wanted you to think! Did you break the teacups? Because I'm still confused about that one! What are you doing sweeping? I never intended for you to sweep. Your functionality far supersedes such a menial task. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. (laughs) Tim, you could ask Tom about Ralph. You could bring up Ralph. I mean, you could bring up the teacups to Tom. Tom. Yeah. How do you feel about being a conductor? Ralph fell to his death, and the train, the monorail, needs a new conductor. Ralph isn't dead. What? How do you know? Wow. I think at that very moment. (laughs) Fuck it, I'm bringing Ralph back. Yeah! Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm sure you remember his voice. (laughs) I think at that moment. The doors of this bar burst open, and you see, looking brand spanking new, your old friend Ralph. 
Oh, thank God I'm not a murderer. <laughs> hello, hello! Hello there! It's me, Ralph! I'm not dead! <laughs> we didn't think you were gone for one second, Ralph. <laughs> Glad to see you back on your feet. I just offered Tom your job! <laughs> oh, that's kind of fucked up! <laughs> Maybe you need a co-conductor! In case any glitches come up again. Yep. Or maybe Tom can just go right to hell. Well, that yep. was easy. All right, end of scene. Yep. <laughs> I think it's going to be way too much to play out here. I think you all sit down to have a drink with with good old Ralph. All the Tims. I can't. We can't drink. <laughs> you uh, you imagine you act like you're drinking when you're really not because everybody else is doing it. Nom 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 nom. They're <laughs> all gathered around this table, and Ralph is going to explain to you that he was connected to the park, the entropic force that connects the park, obviously. But Whimsy was the one who had a fail-safe installed in all animatronics so that if they tried to talk bad about the parks, they would malfunction. But the park itself was trying to break through that entropic force controlling Ralph and basically use Ralph as a mouthpiece to help you guys. That was oh. that was the initial... Thing was, I gonna I was gonna have the park speak through Ralph, and he was going to enlist you guys to help him out. But then someone named Milo bad touched him, <laughs> and there was a series of failed rolls. So then I ended up using Ralph basically as a answer to you all failing, and he malfunctioned and shut down. No, hang on, it was him <laughs> that first. Mm-hmm. Failed a role. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With Ralph, it just kept I happening. Every every. <laughs> yeah. Every time y'all interacted with Ralph, it was either you failed or you somehow did damage to him, and ultimately, I just he just ended up malfunctioning between all the bad touches. Sounds like it's time to retire, old chum. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't sound too bad. Okay, Agatha, is there anything else you want to say? Or do? No! <laughs> <laughs> I think Aggie will approach the lagoon just away from the party as she takes a big sip of her bottle of good juice. <laughs> uh-huh. And just looks out at the stationary ship on the island of the middle of the lagoon where Richard once stayed. What a wild ride it's been. (laughs) What a a strange fucking story. (laughs) You have a beautiful brain prison. Well, maybe. It's been nice to live here inside your brain prison for a little while. So you all are partying in Pirate's Cove, celebrating friendship, newfound friendships and old friendships 
and saving Whimsy World from the imminent threat of capitalistic dictatorship. As the sun sets on Whimsy World, on what is arguably the longest day you all have experienced in the last decade, the looming castle casts its imposing silhouette over Fairy's Glen. The camera zooms through the leaves of Milo's beloved, beautiful tree, the entryway to Fairy's Glen, <laughs> and comes to an abrupt halt at the doors of the enigmatic Bacchanalia. The front doors are closed, and you can hear the music, the sounds of chaos and debauchery, thumping as usual. And then, static, and a high-pitched frequency pierces the air. A blinding green light backlights the cracks of the doorway. Mysterious tendrils of green and purple smoke start to seep out of the House of Revelry. The crackling static peaks, and the camera cuts to black. And that is a dark curtain on Whimsy World. Woo! <laughs> That's Get those cigarettes out of your mouth, Quinn. <laughs> Quinn, stop smoking. It's bad for you. I want you to live a long and healthy life. Oh, my God. Okay. You're you supposed here. to be a good influence. <laughs> stop. Quinn, the children look up to you, Quinn. <laughs> let's, let's record a PSA about smoking and use Quinn as an example after this. Oh, my God. Look at this dirty, dirty man. <laughs> this is our good friend, Quinn. He's filthy. <laughs>